IDC Radio. Part of your world. With Shiri Epstein and Tally Cohen. Hey everyone, this is Part of Your World in the IDC International Radio, 106.2 FM. I'm Tali and I'm here with my co-host Shiri. Shiri, what's up? Hey Tali. So today's episode is a really exciting one. Hopefully we'll do justice to it. We're going to talk about ethnicity in Disney. Yes. But before that, let's go into some updates, some Easter eggs like we do in every episode. Awesome. So the first update we have for you guys, it's a very exciting one for Marvel fans especially. So the movie Spider-Man No Way Home with Tom Holland, which is the third movie, the third Spider-Man movie with him, is going to come out December 17th of this year. I'm so excited. So the movie got pushed back a couple times yeah. due to COVID. It was supposed to come out July. Mm. Um, but I'm still really excited. Oh, I'm hoping too. a lot for this movie. Yeah. The first two are amazing. So I, I have very high expectations. Same. Continuing on to our second movie update, it's a movie called The King's Man, which is also coming out December. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's coming out December 22nd, and it's a 20th century movie, which we still classify as Disney because Disney yes. is in charge of it. Yes, as we said last episode. Um, also, it's a movie based on World War One, and it's kind of the crazy adventures that kind of don't really happen in world war one they just make it more creative and if you like action movies i strongly recommend watching the trailer it's gonna really tease you to watch the actual movie right we we watched the trailer before recording and it's yeah. like exciting oh yeah and it's the, characters... the type of trailer that keeps you on your tiptoes right and the characters are based on real people like Rasputin is in there so like if you like a little history a little action i definitely recommend this movie a hundred percent so our next date update is about the movie The Woman in the Window, which just came out on Netflix this May. So most people know about it because it was a really popular release with Emmy Adams. But what people don't know is that originally this was supposed to be a Disney movie from the 20th Century Fox, as we mentioned a few moments ago, owned by Disney. So uh, the movie was delayed a couple times and then it was acquired by Netflix, which was released, as I said, this May. Right. Um, go check it out on Netflix. Oh, yeah. At least we can watch Netflix because we have this issue. We keep talking about it. The Disney Plus is not in Israel. But, but Netflix is, yeah. So if you want something that might have been Disney but isn't officially, you know, yeah. it's, a li- it's a little bit like Disney. <laughs> yeah. And in my opinion, it's a great movie. I've heard of people that didn't like it, but I really did. Okay. Uh, continuing on. As of the release of this episode, it's going to be June 7th. Um, in June 7th, 2005... Disney released the first the first Disney Girls with a Z rock featuring a bunch of Disney stars like Raven Simone, um, Hillary and Haley Duff, um, Ali and AJ, yeah, Christina Aguilera, which is great. All it's the a girl old power. School, all the old school Disney Channel queens for sure, and it's a huge girl power. Like they're all really big celebrities oh, even yeah. nowadays. Oh yeah, definitely. They kind of built up Disney Channel. Yeah, they, they were the the very like core of it in the 2000s right and i i feel like most girls in around 2005 listened to their music anyway so it was probably like a big sale for disney definitely so next we're moving on to easter eggs uh shiri do you want to start us with our first easter egg yes so our first easter egg is that the beast is included in one of the sultan's toys in aladdin you can see him as like a stag toy 
right? That that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's nice. Um, it's, it's a nice Easter egg. I don't know. Like, there's not much more to say apart from like Easter eggs are cool and we love them. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and our second Easter egg is that King Triton from The Little Mermaid makes an entrance in the Mardi Gras parade, uh, parade float in the Princess and the Frog towards the end of the movie. Also, Princess and the Frog will be a movie we're going to be talking about today, so sit tight. Right. Um, just generally, if we're already talking about it, Mardi Gras it sounds amazing, and I really want to oh, take yeah. part of it someday. But um, the fact that Kick Triton is there kind of makes it funny. I, I, I like the mixture of all these movies that happen. Yeah. Okay, so the main section of our episode, like we said, is going to be ethnicity. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about... The whole thing of like princesses with ethnicity and just general Disney movies and yeah. how racist Disney movies oh, were. They were. And sometimes they still are. Right. I, I feel like it's getting better. We we have a, a study here that talked about it. So mm-hmm. let's let's start off with that. Mm-hmm. So BYU, which is a university in the States, um, kind of said that in the past 78 years, um, 54 movies do not ha- have um non non-white characters so that was six years ago by yeah. the way which means we're improving we're getting better but you know like 54 movies out of like all the disney catalog is nothing yeah true exactly and there's also a very racist disney movie that i have personally not watched it's called songs of, song of the south and it came out 1946 uh, the movie's a it's a musical about post civil war in Georgia, right? So the the main issue with it it's based on slavery, obviously oh, yeah. it's civil war. Mm-hmm. Um, and in nineteen forty six, white men that led Disney probably wouldn't take, right? Yeah. Um. So going along with that, basically it shows um an ex plantation slave, and his life, and it, it has a lot of like racist stuff going along with how they speak first of all mm-hmm. they speak in a very like classified as like urban language yeah um there's a de- there's a ride in disney that is based on the movie that oh. is actually getting taken out mm-hmm. of disney as it should because of the racist origins they're trying to change it um you can't really tell what it's based off if you haven't watched the movie mm-hmm. but it's still there um they're also not going to put sound uh sound Song of the South in uh, Disney Plus. Disney Plus, it's getting yeah. it, because it's it's really racist. Yeah, I'm um, going along with that. We're also going to talk a little bit about Dumbo. Mm-hmm. Dumbo portrayed races in the crows. Crows, right? Crows? Um, the the crows are called like one of them is called Jim Crow, which if you don't know, it's named after the segregation laws in the U.S., mm-hmm. which is obviously the racism law that me- uh, black people weren't allowed to be in the same places as white people yeah um it's they also the crows also speak in this like urban style yeah this very stereotypical like language and then also another movie that is kind of important to talk about uh regarding like ethnicity is uh, peter pen that came out in 1953 so, uh, in Peter Pan, basically what happens is he's in Neverland, and in Neverland, there are the Native Americans that live there. Tiger Lily and all her family and all her tribe, and they have a song called What Made the, Ma- the-, what Made the Red Men Red. Right. Um, obviously, I, I feel like we don't really need to explain how, how that's racist. It's yeah. very 
it's very straightforward. Yeah. Um, and then we're going to finish talking about, like, the very, very racist. And then we're going to go a little bit into also, like, princesses and new movies that are coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, so the Siamese cats in Lady and the Tramp that was released in 1955 are very stereotypical Asian characters. Mm-hmm. Their song is very Asian. Yeah, in a bad way. In a bad in way. In a bad way, definitely. Um, and then also it's how Americans saw... Um, Asians after World War II and the Korean Wars, which they have a very negative perspective of them, which yeah. obviously is dumb and all these like bad stereotypes are mm-hmm. dumb yeah. in general. But um, they saw them as very like villainous, so that's yeah. kind of how the cats are seen. Disney really used to be really racist with like most ethnicities. Now they're, I mean, I think they kind of noticed what they were doing and now they th- nowadays they're trying to like make up for their mistakes. Right. I also feel like a lot of these movies came out at a time where racism was more of a thing than it oh, is yeah. nowadays. More acceptable in society, if you could say it that way. Like, nowadays, it's kind of more condemned. Right. And nowadays, obviously, together as a society, we're working to improve. Yeah. Um, and Disney as a huge empire should be part of that. And they are being, slowly but surely. Right. So the first, like, Disney princess that we want to talk about that, like, kind of changed the whole, like, white... Disney princess thing that was yeah. happening, Pocahontas, yeah. which we talked about in our Origins episode. Yeah. So uh, basically what happens in Pocahontas, as we already talked about, she has um, John Smith. He's white. She's a uh, Native American. And uh, in the song um, Colors of the Wind, Pocahontas sings that they think she's an ignorant, ignorant savage. And uh, what the movie does, it's, it, it ap- attempts to tackle the conflict between Native Americans and white settlers. So the colonization process and the movie wants to kind of show that how, how that is from Pocahontas' perspective. Right. The movie is still very whitewashed. Yeah. Um, which is the term we're going to be using a lot in, in this whole thing. It's getting better with the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically, it just kind of shows this girl who, like, she speaks English and she kind of, like, gets along with this guy and falls yeah. in love and everything. And yeah. like we talked Which about is, the origins. Yeah. That's not That's exactly. not how it happened. Like for as as like even though like having a Native American princess is a landmark for Disney, they could have done it better. Right. They could have been less white visioned when they did that movie. Right. I feel like if Pocahontas came out nowadays it would be completely different. I agree. Like John Smith in the movie seen as like this the savior. To Pocahontas. Yeah. Like, she falls in love with him, and then he gets injured, and she still, like, looks back at him with, like, this love. Yeah. Which doesn't really make sense, because Pocahontas is a badass. Right. Um, we're going to continue on to Aladdin. Um, specifically, Jasmine. She's also part of the princess catalogs. Yes. Uh, I want to start with a quote that was written by a film critic named Roger Elbert. Mm-hmm. Um, he said... And I'll quote, Mm -hmm. most of the Arab characters have exaggerated facial uh, characteristics, hook nose, um, thick lips, grueling eyebrows. Um, But Aladdin and Princess Jasmine look like white teenagers. Yeah, Um, they do. Because the whole thing about the movie is the movie goes on uh, like an Arab setting. And of course, Jasmine is an Arabic princess. Her father is a sultan. And they, they, they use really stereotypical, like, features and lines. And the movie has a lot of stereotypes. But Jasmine and Latin, which are the main characters, as the critics said, they're not that Arab. They they right. don't have that much of a... 
of the vibe that all the other characters have. Right. There's there's even parts in the in the movie itself where they're more like white than the rest of the characters. Yeah. So like there's kind of this whole thing. Um also the American Arab Anti Discrimination Committee was very offended over the song Arabian Nights. Yeah. They thought it was really racist. It really romanticized something that isn't that it, it just approaches it in a wrong way. Right. Obviously, like we said about Pocahontas, the same thing goes with like the new um live version of uh Aladdin, which obviously had more diverse cast and yeah. more diverse characters and it also didn't whitewash as much as it like the original did yeah because they're really trying to correct their mistakes as we said right yeah like the genie is obviously will smith yeah. he's a black man mm-hmm. um the the main characters of jasmine and aladdin are they're also all, yeah they're arabs and also like also going into the live action kind of features so what happens in the new lion king live action is that um all the actors that voices the characters Simba, Musafa, all of them, they're black. Which right. makes a hundred percent sense. Right. Obviously the the movie's based in Africa and yeah. even though they're animals, um, the voices still should, should be, reflect. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, and if we're gonna go also into live actions, let's talk about the Little Mermaid. Oh yeah. The controversy that went on when they they announced who was going to be playing Ariel. Yes, so uh, who's going to be playing Ariel, which is a white princess, a ginger white princess, is going to be a black woman. Right, and people were offended online. Oh, yeah. Which we don't get. We support it. Definitely, definitely. Um, But online, the critics were all criticizing it, that why are they changing this, like, white princess? I mean, like, the thing is, it's not that I get it, but I see where they're coming from, but I 100% disagree. Right. 100%. I, I think that, like, giving the opportunity to everyone to take a part in Disney is yeah. great. Like, yeah. okay. I truly believe that, like, changing Disney's white basic traditions is, like, such a huge landmark and something that should be done more and more, even though it's changing the original movie. That's what all the live actions are about nowadays. They all add new songs. They all add new kind of touches to all the movies. And why not do, like, something like have a black Ariel, like... Right. I also feel like one of the biggest issues is that they were saying, like, you know, this character is originally white. She should stay white. But you're giving more little girls a chance to see themselves out there. And if, like, if it's, like, a girl that is white and she wants to also see herself out there, there's a millions of other characters in Disney that they could go after and, and watch and are the same thing. Like, Marvel, for example, has a lot of female characters that are white, also black. Yeah. And now, hopefully, more are coming out from different ethnicities, which we're expecting in the upcoming movies. Yeah. And speaking of Marvel, let's talk about Black Panther. Right. So, Black Panther, we talked about this already in our feminism episode because we do really like the movie. Oh, yeah. The whole cast is black, which is great for starters of, like, opening up more roles for people. Oh, yeah. And uh, as we were talking about a few moments ago... um, not o- children not only want to be princesses, they also want to be superheroes. So having princess movies with more ethnic, uh, diver- diverse characters and also having Marvel movies with the same touch, it's it's the dream. I mean, it's, it's what it should happen. Right. So like we talked about in the feminism episode, if you didn't hear, we talked about the fact that like some of the best superheroes in the Marvel universe are women in Black Panther. Yeah. 
um generally it's just a good movie like there's nothing else to say about it yeah. it doesn't like obviously it, we like the fact that there's more of an ethnic touch to it because mm-hmm. of how it's centered yeah. but the movie in general is just really well oh yeah done definitely and uh as a contrary of the live action of ariel with the black controversy black panther was actually accepted really well and the critics handle it really well which is amazing right um also let's start with the actors are amazing yeah. um it's really sad that uh the main ca- character passed away not oh, yeah. long ago yeah. um he was a great actor as well he, was. he, he had a, a long way to go mm-hmm. and it's really sad that he did pass away yeah but his legacy staying there because he did make a huge change for a lot of people. Oh yeah, he made a huge difference. Um we're going to continue on to a movie that is actually kind of positively seen mm-hmm. is Mulan. Um mm-hmm. released in 1998 very pretty recently. Yeah. Um so basically it kind of attacks this whole like stereotype kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um it breaks the boundaries. It doesn't matter that she's Chinese. She's a fighter. She's a woman. That's what's most important. Yeah. We talked about her also in exactly. our feminist episode. Yes. Uh, it, like, as a contrary of all other Disney movies, like the late, the earlier ones that we talked about in Mulan, okay, she's Chinese. She's in China. She's fighting for China. But they don't give that as much of as, like, a highlight. They really highlight her character. So she's a Chinese woman, which is a huge landmark. But they're not kind of poking it that much. You know what right. I mean? And they're they're also showing, at the time, pretty accurate Chinese traditions. Oh, yeah. There's yeah. the whole like, um, at the beginning of the movie when she's late to get to her ceremony of mm-hmm. where they choose her partner. Yeah, this is a real thing that was happening in China, and yeah. it shows it. And it's nice to see real, legitimate things that like in the movie isn't seen as the best thing because she doesn't want to do that. Mm-hmm. But it's truthful and it's nice, and they do it in a nice way. It's and- not attacking. Mm-hmm. And a very nice thing is on our Origins episode, we talked about the fact that Mulan is supposedly based on a Chinese uh, urban tale. Right, that might be a true story. Yeah, exactly. So the fact that they kind of stuck to that and like you can see in the movie like uh, China, you you can see it. They don't really need to talk about it and maybe overdo it. You just can see it with your eyes like on visuals. Right. Like in the in the song, uh, a girl worth fighting for. They're walking around China. Yeah, and it's nice. You see people that like they're just doing their daily jobs and yeah. like they're having their time, and yeah. it's nice because like the uniforms are very accurate and everything. Yeah, and it's done in a very pleasant mm-hmm. way. So they they are making a difference with Mulan, but they're not overdoing it. That's right, what's it, it's nice. It. I will say that I feel like it's still a little bit whitewashed just mm-hmm. on how the characters kind of are but compared to all the other movies yeah. it's a huge improvement jumping Definitely. from like pocahontas and like the the lady in the tramp to mm-hmm. like mulan is a huge jump oh yeah Even, uh, and also because time passed right time a lot of time has passed and that that makes a huge difference because obviously society moves on and we yeah. learn for our, from our mistakes yeah um the last movie we're going to talk about or last two, I'm sorry. Um, so first, we're going to talk about Tiana from uh, the Princess, Princess and the, and the Frog. Frog. So uh, what happens with Tiana is she's a black princess. And she's also from lower class. The whole movie is her trying to buy a restaurant that she doesn't have money for. So she's just trying to find her own ways to make her dream come true. 
Right. So the movie is based in New Orleans, which is uh, pretty much like South, a South city. Yeah. But even then, like her struggles are very real. Mm-hmm. And like she's not a princess much by choice. Like she didn't want to become a princess. Yeah, she didn't want to marry yeah. rich. She wanted her restaurant. And even though she is like the first like real black princess that we have mm-hmm. in the princess category, she also like is fighting for her dream, which I feel like it's a great message. Oh yeah, definitely. And uh, her in the movie, her best friend is a princess, and she's black, and she's pretty rich. And the movie makes it very clear like the difference between them socially and socially speaking. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a really nice touch, right? In my opinion, I I agree. I I also like the fact that like. Her best friend, like we were talking about, she's like this like high class girl, but she doesn't care the oh, fact yeah. that like her best friend yeah. is lower class. And, yeah, like, in the movie, they por- they portray their friendship when they were really like little, like children, mm-hmm. and it never once like shows a Charlotte. I think it's her name, her best friend. Yeah. So I, it never shows her having any kind of like setbacks with Tiana for her, like. For her not being in the same class as her, not being in the same colors, her not being in the same kind of uh, dynamic, social dynamic. Right. They they also go to her the restaurant where Tiana's working at at yeah. the beginning of the movie, and like her dad is also like friendly, mm-hmm. and it's and it's a nice difference for like a kind of like really harsh topic to talk about, which yeah. is the separation of like lower class and higher class and. Obviously, for a really long time, that was the difference between races as well. Yeah. And it's nice to see this, like, come together where, like, even at the end of the movie, she's at the wedding. She's mm-hmm. happy. Yeah. She helps her out. Like, and it, it, it's just nice. And what is really nice about Princess and the Frog is that Charlotte's dream is to get married to a prince. But in the end, who gets married to the prince? Tiana. Right. And, and she's still there happy hyping, for them. Yeah. She's still there, like, hyping her up. So f- happy for her. Right, because at the end of the day, their friendship overcomes all these boundaries. Yes. And it's nice to see this two different girls from two different ethnicities having such a strong friendship oh, yeah. that nothing else matters. Yeah. Um, The last one we're going to talk about, which you guys are going to think it's our favorite movie because we basically we talk, talk about, about it. every episode. <laughs> but the one we're going to talk about is Moana. Yeah. Moana is impeccable, ethnically speaking. They even have songs in Polynesian in the movie. Yes. Um, also, all the characters do speak the language, like all the actors that portray them. Yeah. Um, they're it's very centered. They also went out to Hawaii and other Polynesian islands mm-hmm. to experience yeah. kind of how it was. Uh, like and the as a contrary of like for example China and Milan and Native Americans and Pocahontas, the Polynesian islands don't have that much of a highlight. Mm-hmm. So the fact that they picked like the specific group to portray in a Disney movie, a very recent and very well succeeded Disney movie, uh, a hundred percent advertised with all the hype up before the movie, it, it's a huge landmark. Right. It's also in a place where like most. Movies aren't based off of like yeah we, exactly what like the only other Disney movie that I can think about that is kind of based on Hawaii would be Lilo and Stitch yeah but it's a it's a different kind of right and portrayal. like showing this like whole thing and yeah. even like obviously we don't see that much of like the island yeah but like the little that we do see looks beautiful and, and the, it's so important that they're showing this reality right in in the first song that they have the one where Moana is growing up yeah um. 
they show kind of like the typical day in the life of the village and how yeah. they all work together and it's really nice to see because obviously this is real stuff mm -hmm. um, yeah it, Moana in general is just a very well done movie in every sense of like oh, yeah. ethnicity and feminism and general progressiveness the soundtrack is amazing the visuals are amazing it's just an amazing movie which is why we like talking about Moana so much oh yeah yeah <laughs> we just generally think that like it's a good movie we we like a lot of the movies that we set on the list and mm -hmm. we do like how progressive it's becoming yeah but with Moana, it's one of those movies that like came out very recently mm. where you can see how much Disney has grown from like Snow White, mm. which is like their first movie, all the way to now to Moana. It's mm -hmm. a huge change and it's a yeah. beautiful change. Yeah. And I think it's really like important for us to acknowledge that the movies we were talking like the mo most of the movies, like, for example, Peter Pan, I'm a huge fan of Peter Pan. But at the same time that I'm a huge fan of Peter Pan, I'm here talking about how wrong it portrays Native Americans. And I think that's really important. Like, even though we love Disney, we know how to analyze when Disney's wrong. Right. And I feel like it's Disney's also doing that to themselves. Oh, yeah. Like, for example, like we talked about with Song of the South. It is a huge improvement that Disney is taking out a ride from yeah. the Disney parks because they don't agree with the message anymore. Yeah. And they're also not putting it on Disney Plus, as we said, which is right. Disney's more, most advertised thing right now. Disney Plus is like, if when we record episodes looking for updates and looking for news, we usually go on Disney's official Instagram page. And it's basically all Disney Plus. Right. It's, it's a great thing. I, I really like the fact that Disney is trying to improve on their mistakes because this yeah. is obviously a lot of these were big mistakes yeah and the the fact that they're moving forward is great mm -hmm. um hopefully they'll keep doing this hopefully yeah. there'll be more improvements like i say in every episode where we talk about all these big topics mm -hmm. we really are looking forward to see more from disney coming this way yeah. we're excited we love we love the improvements that disney is doing mm -hmm. we do Anyway, this was part of your world here in IDC International Radio 106.2 FM. I'm Shiri. I'm Tali. And thank you for being with us today. 